0: or go to
1: I love living. I think that's infectious. It's something that you can't Fake. Greatness is not this wonderful, elusive feature that only the special among us will ever taste. It's something that truly exists in all of us. It's very simple. This is what I believe, and I'm willing to die for it. The separation of talent and skill is one of the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams, that want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. Sickening work ethic. While the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. While the other guy's eating, I'm working. I want my life. I want my work, my family, I want it to mean something. If you are not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. There's no reason to have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. I'm gonna do it, it's done, it's already done. The second I decide it's done, it's already done. You You can't be scared. You can't be scared. You can't be scared.
2: 7 minutes past the hour. Welcome in. It is a brand new week and it's the kickoff hour. We're live. We thank you for being with us. Our website is rickandbubba.com. That's Rick, spell out and bubba.com. We thank you for watching and listening today. If you're watching YouTube Live in HD, we want to thank Stretch Armstrong. He's here uh, and he's live with us in the TV room. Eddie Van Adler switching from the house. They are tag teaming that portion of the show. Uh, Also, we've got the guys zooming in. The Good Time Gang, Helmsy and Greg will join us here in just a second. Bubba's still zooming in. Rick will be in studio. There's your rundown. We got Dr. Jody Dion Odom with the UAB Infectious Disease Division. Uh, she will be with us again today and uh, give us a weekly update on COVID-19, where we stand, the rumors, what's true, what's not, uh, from a scientist's perspective, and that will be a little bit later today. All right, well, let's bring them in right in front of me on the computer. It's Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. How are you guys doing? You good?
3: Yeah, yeah, but still, still here, buddy.
2: Okay, good. Still let's here. Go. Fired up. Monday. Let's go. Let's do this. Uh, busy weekend. Uh, it's over before you know it. Uh, running around. Yes. Terry, I know, declared uh, in our family. Hey, we got to get out and do some things, even though we can't do much. Which is, it's kind of hard to do that if you know you're restricted on what you can do. But we were able to find some things uh, to do as a family and, and and get out. Of course, the boys now being teenagers thought that was all dumb, and but then they end up having fun. You know, it's kind of weird. It's like sure. they don't want to go and they don't want to do it, but then they end up having a good time. Um, uh, Terry bought something online. Uh, I guess maybe in October of last year uh and i told her i didn't even want to know how much money it cost because it was this little this little thing of it looked almost like a it looked like a bowling bag that you carry a bowling ball with and in it were a number of different games that you can play in the driveway it's like it was a it was like a rope that you lay out in a tic tac toe uh type setup and then it's got bean bags with an o and an x on it and you can yeah. like it's almost like a cornhole you kind of you yeah. just toss it and see if it lands in the square of course, the rope never would stay still. So every time it hit, the rope would turn, and then uh, I mean, it was just an epic fail. Uh, and <laughs> and and I told the boys, I whispered to them, and I know y'all have probably done this uh, to your kids before, where they were taking it too far, raising on her a little bit, you know, about about the <laughs> yes, game. That's good. Yeah, yeah, and and then when she went to go bend down to get one of the bags, bean bags again that had messed up the tic tac toe uh, deal. I looked at them like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, she's, you know, it, we're yeah, about now to now you're,
3: now you're, now you're getting hateful. Right, you know? right,
2: right. And not only that, but if mom turns around and gives you the eye, then I'm in trouble, you know, yeah. f- for allowing it. So, uh,
4: that was, uh, quite the, I uh, thought it, I thought it was real sweet that y'all sat down and did the sidewalk chalk together. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah that was. Well, and she, she has this, she had these, these
2: big old, uh, it's just these bill block uh, dice and, and stuff, and and wanted to roll dice and and you know oh and, and making
3: it, throwing a little money out. There. Well,
2: I you know, and then there was these other, and I was like, "Honey, yeah. uh, you know, no rolling the bones." Um. So anyway, um. But you know, that's the quarantine life. I mean, you know, you it can, is you can only cut <laughs> the grass so much, and and you know, and pick weeds and and all that kind of stuff. But we were uh, just trying to find some fun stuff. We ended up going. Uh, she wanted tennis rackets, Helmsey. I want you to know that. Um, I almost called you, but. Um, I got plenty of them. Well, she wanted t- uh tennis uh, rackets, so I did the curbside and was going to pick up some tennis rackets, and we forgot to look at the wind. I think it was averaging about a 20-mile-per-hour oh, wind. And, uh, it was crazy. Yeah. It was
3: crazy yesterday. It was. Yeah.
2: And in where we live, they had locked the tennis courts, locked them up. and uh, and Well, so, you can
3: always hit bumblebees with it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: But the golf range was up, That's fine. so we did that.
4: I saw, I saw her attempting to hit a golf ball, and uh, and and look, she's got some, she's got a little bit to go there. But <laughs> I like her effort. Her effort was really good.
2: Well, to her defense, I you know probably wasn't the the right thing to do. She hit a number of 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 golf balls. We were at the driving range and. Uh, but anytime somebody swings and miss, you got that's what you got to post. Sure, you know, sure. And it, it, because behind me, the Good Time Gang, which is my, you know, JC and Reese, just cackling away. Uh, you know, uh, anytime Mom can swing and miss, that's funny. It's a lot more funny than you know hitting her. I mean, uh, like uh, watching her hit a ball out, uh, sure, pretty yeah, decent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she does have a, a way to go. But hey, how about this? Her swing is—it's uh, pretty powerful. If if she could just hit it, if she could touch it, it'll yeah. go somewhere. And every now and then she would. And I was like, "Hey, look at that!" Yeah. But it was fun. It's always fun when you you can go out and it's not a whole lot of pressure to do to do well. You're just having a good time as a family. Anything to get out of the house. Good night. But yeah, you know, I I've been
4: doing y'all something lately. Should have lately. flew
3: a cat yesterday. Yeah,
4: yeah. The <laughs> wind was uh, and Saturday God, as well. Um, we went to my parents in Gadsden, saw them, and. And fished a little bit and hung out. And it was the wind was just ridiculous. Uh, it was crazy and played some wiffle ball, which was strange. And of course, I think I tweaked my knee, mm. or I know I tweaked my knee mm. and uh, doing that, running bases and having a good time. But um, yeah, I've noticed something. I did it again yesterday. This is three days straight. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'll just go outside and shoot hoops by myself. For like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, she'd been watching that Chicago Bulls. And that's what well, no, he, he, this, was, bull. this was like like Friday. <laughs> I guess it was Friday after the show. Um, I, I was – the draft, I don't know, it came on that night. So it was it was late Friday. You it drive was, the so lane what? and stick your tongue out too? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no. Okay. But No, but that's the kind of stuff that I, I'll get my phone and I'll either put some music or – and I just sit out there and shoot. And I shoot it. <clears throat> Mandy came out there. I think it was late Friday night. And I had the draft going on my phone, hmm. and it's near eight o'clock, I guess. And um, I was just shooting. I'd been out there forty-five minutes, just shooting. Did it again Saturday. and Then yesterday, found myself out there. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying shooting hoop at the house.
2: Yeah, that was one wow. of the that was one of the things. You know, when whenever you move, <laughs> it whenever you move, you try hard to, you know, give things away to 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 charity. Uh, sell things, go to yeah. the dump. And there's a combination of about three or four things that you try to do, and then it gets down to the day that you're moving, and then mm. you would pay somebody to take some of the stuff. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. you just don't have room. Yeah. Well, um, uh, we ended up just leaving the basketball goal and the basketballs. And just yeah. hey, and hey, the cat. You know, it's like hey, hey, do y'all want this? Y'all can have this. Y'all can. and They're like, yeah, heck yeah, man, it's a nice goal and it'd be a place for my my boys to to shoot. You can have it. Yeah. Plus and uh, Cove wouldn't let you put one up. I get it. <laughs> well, I mean there's there's basketballs uh basketball goal up, but I mean it's it's one of those things where have you ever tried to move a basketball goal? Like move it? Yeah.
3: Well, if they've been there a while too, especially cuz they're not, you know, you grab it and the whole yeah. pub comes oh, out. Yeah. You
2: know? yeah, yeah, you don't want that. And uh so I, we were just like take it, please. So we don't have that luxury of shooting at the uh, the house, but I'll be honest I, with you, I like it not there now.
4: <clears throat> well, and that's the thing. It is, I I don't I don't necessarily like ours um I kind of fought it, too, just because of the driveway and the area. But I'll tell you, I've enjoyed it the last week. I don't know why. It started off where I'd go out there and I'd shoot like five shots. And I'd throw the ball in the garage and go about my business. And then that five shots turned into five minutes. (laughs) And now it's turned into 45 minutes to an hour. Sure. (laughs) And and, and and I'm enjoying it for some reason. That's good know. stuff. Even fist pumped at one time.
2: Oh wow! Okay. Did you look at the crowd, the yeah. fake
4: crowd, and look at them
2: like, yeah, yes. come yeah, I'm, on. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm going back
4: to my childhood days. Did you hoop good. them up a little bit. That's
2: good. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The kickoff hour is live. I know helmsy has got a question. I've got something that has just, it's just bizarre that I'm dealing with today. We'll discuss that. Your phone calls and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: 21 minutes past the hour, it's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour, and we're live. Thank you so much for being with us, our number 866, We Be Big. Let's bring in the boys zooming from the house, Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. That'll complete the three goods. I'm Speedy. Thank you for being here. Dr. Uh, Jody Dion Odom with UAB Infectious Disease uh, will be with us a little bit later uh, for her weekly visit uh, and discuss the latest on COVID-19. Greg, I know that uh, you're close to Georgia uh, where you are. Uh, Have you heard anything, especially from Taylor, about how Georgia opening up businesses went this past weekend?
3: Yeah, he said basically in his lifestyle, he said it didn't change really anything. Yeah, he said you know though all they have done, he said I mean as far as where they've been going and doing, he said that was already open anyway. I mean, okay. said, I'm not worried about going bowling or anything. But I mean, those I guess if you're wanting to go bowl or work out, maybe
5: yeah,
2: but,
4: yeah.
3: But like he, because he, he told me he said it really ended up no different mm-hmm. so for us. I said, well, can I get a haircut over there? <laughs> I need.
4: Uh and Mag Daddy, you and Mag Daddy need
3: haircuts. Yeah. I, I, I may go pick him up and we'll head to Georgia. <laughs> we'll head to will go with you. Yeah. yeah. Me and so
2: him go to Rome. Talking yeah. about it to yeah. Rome. Um <laughs> the the boys, JC and Reese and and Tyler, uh he he I think he his girlfriend's uh mom cut his hair or something. I don't know. It was because <laughs> he, he, he got his uh his hair cut because I could I could see it, you know, FaceTime and all this. I'd be like, Oh wow, so you got your haircut. Uh, but JC and Reese are, are to the point now where they're like, you know, they're so anti mom cutting hair. Uh, you know, mom, don't cut my hair. They're almost to the point where, yes, please cut it. Uh so we'll see how that rolls out. But you know, back to Georgia, there's a lot of you know the the liberal media will try to spin it. There was a lot of restrictions and limitations yeah. on how you could open up, and now they don't want to report that. Keep uh, no, uh,
3: like they just back to normal. Yeah,
2: yeah, thing. yeah. So um, we'll we'll see how that all went. I didn't hear any uh, any you know. Uh, major news about it besides the fact that they're opening up i know tennessee i think is wednesday and uh and and so uh, i heard a, an interview on that about the restrictions of restaurants and what the, the guidelines they have to hit and all that so we'll see how it plays out but uh things uh are starting to move in some states so that that'll be an update this week i know so anyway we'll talk to dr jody dion odom uh later I, in wish the show you could today. Have,
4: I wish i could have heard mac daddy telling my mom that um that he would have her arrested if, uh, because it was against the law to be cutting hair because she was trying to cut his hair at one point. <laughs> uh-huh. he, 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 he played the I heard him play the K. Ivy rule. Okay. He, uh, he played that. Okay. Said, I'll have you arrested. It was funny. Oh, that's was good. funny. Mm. And he needs a, he does need a haircut. It doesn't look near as bad as it doesn't look like Gallagher, yeah. Comedian. Right. Yeah. But, but uh, a couple more weeks and it, it went well. For sure. uh, um, now, all fair,
2: I'm Helms, you were, you were wanting to know if we had seen the documentary or something. What, what was so the deal?
4: I, I, I guess it was probably early last week. Someone sent me an email and they just said, hey, Helms, I know you don't buy into conspiracy theories and things like that, but have you watched Out of Shadows, the documentary that is on YouTube? Not YouTube TV. You just simply go to and I'll put it in show notes today because yeah. this just is something. type it
3: in and it'll pull up.
4: Out of shadows, it's an hour and 17 minutes. Um, and and I thought, no, nah, I hadn't seen it, don't want to watch it. Well, then I got the second email about Wednesday. And when I got the second email, I clicked on the link and there was like 2 million views already oh, wow. in like two or three days. And I thought, what in the world is this about? Hmm. So I go, I go. I watched it Friday and then turned around and watched it again on Saturday with Amanda because I wanted her to see it, and I rarely do that. That ought to tell you something to begin with. But I will say this, and I know we exaggerate a ton, and I don't believe – I don't do these conspiracy theories that much either. I'm pretty much – you tell me, I believe you. It's a fault of mine. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt uh, most of the time. It is the most eye-opening documentary I think I have ever seen.
3: Wait a minute now.
4: Don't – and I, know, oh, that is a, I know that is a I know yeah. I know that is a big statement. Ever. And here's why I say this. <laughs> all right, first of all, to tell you what it's about, and I'll just kind of read you the thing. The 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 description that you have is, for this is an expose on how Hollywood and the mainstream media manipulate the multitudes by spreading propaganda throughout their content. Okay. That's what okay. the premise of this is. There's an agenda here. And, and it's also, Wait, it's yeah. about how we're influenced by Hollywood and how the, and how the CIA is involved. What? <laughs> and, and, and I, when you hear that, you laugh, but you got me when you, you got watch, me, man. when you watch <laughs> yeah, it, I guys, when you watch it, you go, you know, there, there's a lot of documentaries I watch and I go, well, I knew that was going on. I just didn't know how they were doing it. Okay. Or, Hey, We all knew that was happening, but man, that's really good to find out how they really do that behind the scenes.
3: Yeah.
4: This was completely, I had never thought about it, not to this level. Hmm. Um, There are actual documents going back from the 1940s about how the CIA is involved with Hollywood. It's, it's not propaganda. It's actually what's going on. And it is, you got the Hollywood side of it, and how you only have so many choices. There's, you know, they you, they'll go into it too about hey, you've got hundreds of choices, but at the end of the day, there's only about six people putting those choices out there. There you go. And and it is again, I don't I don't know if I'm a hundred percent on this. But when I say it's the most eye-opening thing I have ever seen, it is the most eye-opening thing. So you start
3: noticing things that you'd never noticed before.
4: Yes. And because I say it's the most eye-opening, it's because this is something that impacts every single one of us. Well, I'll be It's not – and they even, go, they even go to the far – so what you need to understand, too, when you're watching it, and Ricky Gervais, Gervais or whatever, Rick, hey, you've Gervais, him, he called yeah. everybody out at the Golden Globe. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And maybe and called them perverts and all this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They take a they take that story as well, and the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, and break it down to a point where you will be bothered to your core. Mm. It is scary. It is, my gracious, I can't believe some of this stuff's going on. There's a story in a reporter. I'd never heard of Pizzagate. Have you ever heard of Pizzagate? Have no. Not, no. I'll leave I'll it at that. Pizza. <laughs> well, it has nothing to do with that, okay? okay. And so, um, hmm. it is. I'm big on you, gates. This is now. Where, is, now real quick, because we're leaning
2: on the break here. Is it new or has it been out? It is.
4: It's brand new. It came okay. out. Uh, I, I don't think it's been out seven or eight days. Oh, oh wow! Okay, and it's um, yeah. out of shadows. Out of shadows. I will put it in show notes, and it's and, just and a straight, I, up YouTube, uh, just straight up YouTube link. Straight okay. up uh, YouTube video all right disturbing it is so disturbing guys i'm there going on out there we'll take a break we'll come
2: back have you seen it uh plus some other discussions here on the rick and bubba show's kickoff hour rick and bubba join us in 30 minutes from now Be, be uh right back don't go anywhere rick
0: and bubba rick and bubba
2: Five minutes to the top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We are live. Uh, I am Speedy alongside Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. They're still zooming in from their home studios. Rick will be in studio today and Bubba will be zooming in. Uh, Eddie Van Adler is switching from the house and Stretch Armstrong is your intern today. He is also helping with TV and your phone calls at 866 Weeby big So, um, out of shadows is the documentary and it's on YouTube and, uh, discussed that, uh, last segment. If you missed it, uh, you need to check it out. There'll be a link in show notes today. So, uh, you can have easy access to that. So enjoy, uh, the documentary. It's, uh, so is it, is it, let me ask you a question, Helmsy. Is it more of Uh, you know, hey, a conspiracy theorist type of point of view, or is it it just eye-opening facts that that are behind the scenes in Hollywood that you're like, holy moly, or do they try to tie things together that take some creativity to believe? You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, good question, and I would say, uh, I I wouldn't say that it's a hundred percent fact, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say that I wouldn't say they don't have to go too far, though, to make some points that, that'll make you scratch your head and go, wow, so that's really going on. <clears throat> and, yeah. you know, it. this ought to tell you all you need to know. You find it on YouTube because it's not going on Netflix and Amazon Prime. They're not going to allow this to be on there. So hmm. this guy has found a way to get it out there. And like I said, there were over 3 million views within a week. Wow. And, they, and I'm surprised – that it, I will be surprised if it's not pulled off of YouTube at some point. Really? Uh, It's very well done. But, and again, there's a lot of it that I'm not sure. There's a lot of it that you watch and you go, that is 100% fact. There's no denying it. There's nothing you could say. When they start bringing in the CIA and whistleblowers and showing you documents about how that they have offices set up in Hollywood and utilize those spaces and have, and the CIA have, have paid staff members to help with movies and certain things, and how there are documents in the 40s that said, we are going to use this as psychological warfare, talking about motion pictures. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do to dispute that. Now, the very end, or I say the very end, the last half of it, when they're talking about Jeffrey Epstein and some of these, Pizzagate and this pedophile ring. Mm-hmm. Some of that you can't I can't get a hundred percent on because I just don't know. There's not enough facts. I think they may have gotten a little creative there. But they do such a good job explaining what is actually going on the first half of it. You do start buying into the other because they make such good points. Hmm. And again, we all know that the the propaganda and the media has an agenda we all get that i do i mean i i don't i can turn on fox news cnn everybody's got an agenda but when you start hearing that these movies and these kid movies and stuff that they're trying to get into your kid's mind at an early age it is disturbing Hmm. and then you take the fact that cia actually has an office in hollywood and guys i'm telling you it is it was so eye opening to me. Eye opening. I keep saying that. That's the only thing I could come up with because I've watched disturbing documentaries before. I've watched documentaries and thought, "Man, that was pretty good." Um, I'm glad I now know how they did that. I be I believe in that. This was just completely. I was on the edge of my seat, going, "What?" with my tongue out, going, "What in the world?" Are you kidding me? Mm. Now, how long is it? If you if you it's an it? hour and seventeen minutes. Hour and seventeen minutes. Okay. Yeah. So you'll see when you Google "out of shadows," you're going to see a bunch of different things. But it'll—it's um, an hour and seventeen. I'll put it in show notes at RickandBubba.com. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, everybody yeah. That's an easy on it and watch it. But yeah. it's—I uh, would like some feedback for that. And like I said, i, I didn't even know about this. It was new. I, I got after about the fifth email on Friday, up about five day run of Have you seen this? You need to watch this. Have you seen this? You need. To... And there's a spiritual tie too. the re, the main guy that that um, hosts this. And Dut puts this on was a stunt guy. He was Batman. He's been in some of the Avenger movies. And, um, matter of fact, I bet Blake, like if you threw his name around Rick's son Blake, who does this kind of thing in acting, he would know exactly who he is. Um, very well known guy. Matter of fact, there's two of them, and one of them, George Clooney, said it's the best stunt man he's ever had. So these guys have been in Hollywood. They understand it. And they are basically calling out what they've seen over the years. And they, too, didn't want to believe it. Guys, it's crazy. Guys, it's crazy. I, I,
2: Helmsy, Helmsy, I will definitely watch this. I will definitely give you some feedback, but it sounds a little bit like this movie was produced by Alex Jones or something,
4: man. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I get that. I, I do. I, I, but I'm just telling you, just, just, uh, just watch it and see what you think. I mean, again, I'm not 100% buying into it at all. I'm not by any means. Um, but it's uh, – you said I it's the greatest documentary
2: you've ever seen. No, I
4: said it's the most <laughs> the history world. <eye-opening. laughs> I said it's the most eye-opening documentary. It's not the greatest I've ever seen, but it is the most. You got to pick up on keywords. It's the most eye-opening thing I have ever seen. <laughs> got to lean and, and in. Then, like I said, it's because it impacts every single person that watches the TV.
2: Um, I so I'm. I don't know if this is a conspiracy or not, but it is a fact that you can be talking about a conversation that has nothing to do with Hollywood. It just has to do with you know, this weird thing with your phone where you can be talking about something and then go to Instagram or Google something and an ad pop up for whatever you were talking about just amongst, you know, you and your wife or the staff here, you know, what I'm talking about where well, your phone's over there. So they're listening to everything we have to say, right? Well, my dad called me yesterday and said, Hey, um, we were talking about, you know, uh, you know, groceries, how y'all doing, you know, everything good, all this kind of stuff. We'd kind of check in. And, and so yesterday was our check-in and he was giving me an update because, um, Walmart had started back That you know, at one point, Walmart grocery store had gotten so overwhelmed and others as well, not just them about the curbside pickup stuff that they almost had to just shut a portion of that down because. Things weren't in stock, and, and it was confusing. What is it in stock? Is it not? Well, some of that stuff cranked back up. So they have one around the corner, and, and you know you just get a time. They say be there between 8 and 9 a.m., pull up, pop your trunk. Somebody throws it in there, you go home, that kind of thing. So while I was getting updates, he said, hey, one thing to be thinking about is that your mom's phone has uh, it's just gone dark. It's just the weirdest thing. It won't power on. It won't do anything. And we had this big, long discussion about that. And then later that day, he calls me back and goes, hey, the strangest thing, it came back on and it's working and it's powering up and all this kind of stuff. It was just weird. It's just a strange, strange thing. So we had this conversation and then I was telling Terry about it. She was like, hey, what's going on? Because she heard that my side of the conversation. She was like, well, is everything okay? What's happening? I was like, yeah, this weird thing. My mom's phone, it's, it's gone dark. It won't power on or anything. So we have this discussion and then, you know, rest of the night goes in and we go to bed, right? I go to bed and, and my phone's about, I guess, maybe 75% charged. And, and so I didn't, I wouldn't worry about charging it overnight. Uh, and so, and I do that from time to time. Cause so I don't just charge it when it doesn't need to be charged. I let it kind of run down and then charge it back up. Well, I woke up this morning guys and the craziest thing happened with no alarm. I had my backup on, it's a little bit later, but I, I, I woke up at the exact same time. I always wake up without an alarm. I just kind of woke up and I looked over at the clock and it was the exact time that I was supposed to get up. And it worried me a little bit because I was like, I don't remember hitting snooze. If did I hit snooze, you know how you're sitting there and you're trying to figure it out. Why why am I? So I go over and I check my phone and it, and you know, when you, when I move it, normally it kind of wakes up and it's dark. It won't, it won't power on or anything. It's just, I mean, I'm talking about just jet black, the screen. Hmm. And I was like, well, I need to go ahead and get up. I don't need to be rolling back over. You know, so I go well. Maybe, heck, maybe it just died. Did it die overnight? So I'm now I'm charging. I'm a charger while I'm in the bath You know, in the shower. Come out of the shower. it's Been charging the whole time. Still, still dark. Uh. Won't, won't power up. Uh, got in the car. Plugged it in. Still dark. Now I've gone through the thing where you hold down the power for thirty seconds to see if it needs to be a hard reset. Or something. Nothing. But how weird is it? I, and how weird is it? I have never had any issues with this phone. And I talk to my dad about how my mom's phone won't charge up, and then mine won't, or it it, it goes dark and it won't power up. And they showed you, buddy. I, I just I know again. I know I won't be. A, I know it has probably it's just probably a coincidence. Okay, but my phone had power. It's not that it won't charge. It has just gone dark, and I don't know why it won't power back up. And that was the still same that thing way? that yeah, it's still that way. So if you're trying to text or call me, I can't answer because my phone it's here with me, but it won't power up. And I've, I've Googled on my laptop. sounds
3: like a Wilburn thing. Well, y'all is, is that she, like, <laughs>
2: straight up? Is that not strange or what? It is. Okay. It is. I mean, like the other day I was sitting there talking, we got a, a new first baseman's glove for JC. Cause his was worn out and give him time to, you know, get it loose and, and broke in before he, he has to report to school in in the fall. And, and, Next thing I know, uh, you know, just talking about it, I, I get ads for for that glove popping up. I mean, it's, I could just run a list, and I know all of you can as well. Yeah, it's, it's and I'm definitely. sure, I am sure, this is just a coincidence. But this is yeah, the.
3: I get why they want to send you ads. I don't get why they want to shut your phone.
2: I, and I agree with it that. Is, I, it I, is
3: very, very strange. I, I,
2: I, I totally agree with
4: that. But it is just bizarro, and very I cannot. Are the places are the places that fix these. They're they're not open right now, are they? I, I don't know because my dad.
2: Uh, they they use AT&T. And when this happened over the weekend, he called them, uh, about my mom's phone and you know, they're in Huntsville. Now this guy had declared that today they're opening up and, and I, and I don't know in what capacity, if it's a slow deal where it's, you know, uh, I, I don't know, but the guy was like, Hey, we can take care of you. And, uh, you know monday and blah 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 and, and all this kind of stuff so I, I don't really know but it's just weird because i've tried to google what could be wrong with my phone and and you know hey this is what do a hard reset this could happen and, but nothing is working not one thing is working and it's over there charging right now just in case for some reason something the government yeah. tries to cut it back on i don't know y'all <laughs> but it has just got me just too blocked here i can i
3: can't i can't figure it out i think got something to do with that baseball glove
2: but have y'all ever? I mean, I know Helmut. You you have mentioned it before off air, where you were like, "Oh my gosh, y'all! I've got an ad popping up about what we just talked about off air." You know, Greg, and and you always get those. Well, I won't tell you what ads pop up on yours, but you know okay, what I'm talking about. Buddy. You know, yeah. you brought that up to me before. And there's that.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: And we're back. Eight minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. The number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. big we'll try to get to some of your phone calls here uh, this hour. Um, don't forget, later in the show today, Dr. Jody Dion Odom with UAB Infectious Disease Division. Uh, she will uh, give us her weekly update on COVID-19, the numbers, what they're hearing uh, from the science uh, community. Uh, Because I know we're hearing different things uh, and what's fact, what's fiction. I try to give that to you uh, here on the Rick and Bubba show. So uh, be standing by for that. So there's a couple of things. Uh, Out of the Shadows is uh, a documentary that Helmsy saw on YouTube this past weekend. A link is in show notes for that if you'd like to go and do some research yourself. He discussed that and uh, a number of things with that documentary. Pretty eye-opening, he said. So uh, check that out. You can go to rickandbubba.com for more information i had mentioned my phone went dark and and won't come back on uh strange enough i've been checking email through the break on my laptop here and a number of people have said hey that is so weird you said that that happened to my phone it happened to my daughter's phone over the weekend spent half the half the day dark and all of a sudden it just came back on uh, it's strange. Um I don't know what the deal is. Dustin is in Birmingham. That's the the call we have now. Other lines are open at 866 we be big. Dustin, go ahead.
6: Hey, yeah, do you have the iPhone X?
2: Yeah, X. I don't know. It's the uh it's 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 the big It's the big one cuz I'm blind. So I had to yeah. get the Max. I don't know if it's the X.
6: Okay. Try this. Mhm. So you're not gonna hold hold the volume. So press up on the volume, then down on the volume, and then hold the power button in until you see the the Apple logo. All right, hold on. Oh, so up, do this live. Yeah, here we so, go. So, so you're saying you're saying you're saying you're
2: saying press up and then press down. Not not at the same time. Just up then down and then power. That's
6: correct. Okay. Hold the power button down until you see the Apple logo. Okay,
2: here I go. You ready? All right, going up. Going down and then power, all right. Hold. Hold. And I'm 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 holding I'm I'm holding so so hard. It's I mean wow, my index fingers. I mean it's pressing. Uh, and so we'll see what happens here. You know they did say I, I did see see where some people just aren't holding it down. Oh, oh my gosh! Look, right there. it just worked, Dustin. Greg's buying you lunch. Good night.
6: That? How did you do? How do uh, Okay. Look, it's done it to me before. And oh, my gosh. I, I fought with it forever, and then finally I read it. Uh, I don't remember how long ago this was, but it worked, and it's done it several times since then, and every time it works.
2: Okay, so I'm going to reply to all these people on email and claim that <laughs> I know, that? but I'm going to say Dustin said. All right, so Dustin, what I did think it say? Dustin's
3: behind the whole thing.
2: Dustin, what, what, did, <laughs> what did they say was the problem? As to why it did that, did did you, Dustin? My phone is up and going. Oh, by yeah, the way, everybody make a wish I, too. It's five fifty-five.
6: All right, go ahead if you're listening live. I've never, I I've never asked why it does that, um, but it's just I, I all I can make of it is it's just a glitch and it's like a computer. Was it a hard? It, did
2: I did I just do a hard reset or was it? That,
6: that is a hard reset.
2: Okay. Whew. Oh, Anytime you just you have that.
6: issues with your phone. Just close out all your apps and then hit up, down, and hold the power button. In all right. So, cause, see, I,
2: I was holding, I, I mean, I was trying everything. I was holding just the power button down, the volume up, and the power at the same time. I was doing all kinds of stuff, but not power up, power down, hold the power. That's good stuff. Volume up, but, volume down, hold the worked. power. Wow. The, Dustin, thank you. You're listener of the week, even though it's just Monday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Now I could be himself. Oh, hey, man. You're my hero today. Thank you. How about he changed my day? I, I mean, my yeah, day was going don't to be. you have a handle. I know. So, I, so now, I mean, I, I didn't know what I could do, what's open,
4: what's not open. Honestly, scale to one to ten, did you think that was going to work? Ten, bit <laughs> no. you thought. No. no, of course I didn't. <laughs> I was about a three. And, and look, to just—I don't know. There was something about the guy that he had a little confidence and swagger that I—that you just can't buy. Yeah, he felt. I felt like he—he he knew something.
2: Well, I'll tell you this. I thought, well, <laughs> well, you know what? He is being—he's being so kind to have called in and—and and, you know, offered this up. You and did so, it let to Let me make try. fun of him when it didn't work. I don't know why. <laughs> that's where I was
3: waiting on. But that's
2: the honest. first time that's ever happened. That's just strange. I—I I don't know. Ee, um. So hey, how about I just—we just fix my phone, Dustin. Thank there. you. Dustin, I mean, but I mean, but think about it. I mean, it's not
3: send it, him some toilet yeah, yeah, kid, Dustin. That, that
2: is a game changer as far as the day goes because I didn't have this plan for my day to, to deal with that. And then I, I, I thought to myself, you know, you know, Speedy, as I was driving in, buddy, you're too reliant on your cell phone. Uh, who cares if it doesn't work? And then I started thinking, well you know you still got to communicate it's, it's still yeah. a handle i mean probably you know i got three boys and a wife and family members and you know you gotta you gotta stay in touch and it's uh, but but i, 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 I but I, for a I while i, I get, thought what did we do before these things that I know it.
3: we we were fine i yeah. mean we and i'm as guilty as anybody when you don't have it now you're like oh where's my phone yeah and we went through everyday life and didn't even think about having a,
2: phone. didn't even think about it, man. Just, I mean, we'd be on a landline and call somebody and go, Hey man, I'm about to leave. You know, I'm going somewhere Listen, or whatever. And you just sit back and I, waited till they got there.
3: I used many a payphone over in Cleveland County when I was going to work late. And uh, then I would call and go, Hey, and I would just go to a payphone, drop a quarter in it. You know,
4: that is it's so crazy. crazy.
2: That is so crazy.
4: Well, I, was, I was, we were watching a movie, I guess it was an early nineties movie mm. and it, and, and Braden asked the question about what is that? And it was a bag phone in the car and the guy was talking on it. And Braden's was like, what is that? What's he talking on? And I had to explain to him that at one point our phones that we had, that we could take with us had to stay in the car and were plugged into the car. He just couldn't believe it. He's like, <laughs> what? You couldn't take it with you? I said, no, uh, uh-uh. it was plugged into the cigarette lighter.
3: <laughs> Guys, on my way to work, <laughs> where so I made. go to work. The way I go to work is out in real rural area. There is a payphone. Oh, are you serious? It's just sitting there. <laughs> and it, and it, it's only been put up within the last few years. Cause I remember it used to not be there, but it's yeah. right there where they have this every now and then they have a rodeo, but there is a payphone in the middle of nowhere around right the side of the road. I want to get out and see if it actually has a
2: dial. <laughs> right. Just go pick it up and see if it. All right. Thanks, Dustin. Wow. Volume up, volume down, and then hold power down until the Apple logo comes on, which, you know, I guess in my case it was about 10-15 seconds, maybe. That worked. Changed my day.
0: You look giddy. <laughs> Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba.
5: Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go, we broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us. This hour starts as it normally does with our national anthem. Seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Y'all ready to go? 26 years, and hey, baby, we still here. Somebody say, hey! You're unbelievable. We've got uh, Speedy and, and uh, Stretch and yours truly, O number one, here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Home Studios, uh, all across Rick and Bubba land. We'll give you the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. And we welcome back for a brand-new hour put your hands together. Mr. Bill Bubba Bassett. Bubba, how you
7: doing today, buddy? Welcome back. Good morning, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, and welcome to what I guess is week number five of the pandemic version of the Rick and Bubba show. You
5: know, I, I think you're right. Uh We'll we'll try to unpack that a little bit. We'll walk through, because this, this is the reality of this historic event that we're living in. You've got... The medical field, they're starting now to disagree with each other. So that's getting, that's getting, oh, yeah. now, now doctors are having their press conferences saying, hey. Uh, and uh, so we've got, we got that. You got the politics of it all, which is a, boy, that, that's really a party. Some, some of that is becoming the word that I keep thinking of is absurd. So we have, uh, we have that going on. So we'll try to unpack it as best we can and then talk about life uh, going on within the members of the program and maybe how the
7: weekends uh, all went. Uh, Bubba, did you have a nice weekend, buddy? Rick, I did. Uh, You know, I try to always have a nice one if possible. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, this whole thing is kind of wearing on a little bit, and uh, people are getting a little antsy, and, uh, you know, you don't know what to to plan on or what to do. And uh, I will say this. I think it's a good sign that the medical situation is lessening. Because the political situation seems to be kicking up, so yeah, and- that, that tells me that the 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 sickness of this whole thing is probably not as scary or uh, not as advanced as it used to be and not no I don't want I'm not trying to discount it because sure. I know we've we've had uh, we're, get, we're we're about to hit two milestones one a million people who have been infected with it and two. 60,000 people who have died we're we'll, we'll probably pass that threshold this week so it, it is a big deal and i've had friends who have lost uh relatives to this most of them elderly um but it is uh, it's still a big deal but uh like you said we have another patient we got to get going you know the one thing it's only supposed to be essential people out working but The best I can tell, uh, essential is about two-thirds of the workforce or higher.
5: Yeah, well, you you make the point because, uh, and and I don't know why it's so, it's like you're not allowed to give good news, uh, and that ought to concern you if you're not allowed to give good news, but it it is, the data is is helping us, and and like I said, you saw over the weekend we had some in our state, then you had some out of California that were holding their own YouTube press conferences or putting out op-eds, and and what they're saying is, and we can talk to Dr. Odom about this as well, but what they're saying is what we're discovering, what the data is telling us is highly contagious, small death rate. And uh, and they said that's, that's what the data is telling us all over the country. Even in New York, when you do per capita, it's less than 1% death rate, and that seems to be holding around the world. And, uh, uh, you know, you have a couple of things nobody wants to talk about. You know, everybody's saying, you know, there, there's things in Italy that are coming out more and more the big three, the oldest population in Europe, the worst medical environment in Europe, and they still smoke like smokestacks, and smoking there <laughs> has never been. And they said all those things have contributed to their death rate. Uh, but you know, still around the world, uh, you you look at less than one percent. And uh, I, I sent this and the guys in the email because I want because I you know I I don't know enough about this. So when I heard everybody comparing the 2017-2018 flu season than the 2018-2019 flu season, the reason why they're doing that is they count 21 weeks from October. So a flu season is from October to the end of April. Uh, so they're saying, you know, and, and we're showing that we've had this much longer than we thought we had it, probably as early as November. Uh, and so they're just looking at it as a flu season, which is 21 weeks, which starts in October and ends in, at the end of April. So that's the reason, because I, I was like you, Bob, I was kind of like, well, you can't really compare that when you talk about 21 weeks and five months. They said, but well, yet our five months starts in October. It doesn't start in, in, in March.
7: Well, you know, there, there's going to be a ton of numbers yeah. and figures that we can look at. But the the one that is is key, and you mentioned it, I think, as we do more testing, as we do more antibody testing, we find out many, many, many more people have had it than we thought. Right. So you take that with the known death rate and you see it as a much smaller percentage. So that is good news. I That's great news. I think happy about that.
5: Nursing uh, homes have been a problem. We haven't done a very right. good job in our nursing homes. That's led to a lot of our deaths. Yes, uh, I would agree. And, and the death rate has been mainly in the same group of people with an anomaly here or there, but we have anomalies during the flu season too. Of That some people who didn't seem to meet the criteria, very tiny percentage, uh, even though if that's your loved one, it's the only one you care about. And I certainly understand that. And I understand that on things that have happened in our own lives, uh, with our our own family members. members. Nobody wants to hear stats if it was your loved one. And I totally get that. But as a country, a really, really big country that, that shut down an economy and did something that has been historically unprecedented, and that is quarantining the healthy. Uh, That's never been done before. We usually quarantine the sick. It would be like leper colonies saying, everybody who's a leper, you're in a colony over here, and everybody who's not a leper, you're in in a colony over here. And I'm like, why am I having to work? I'm not a leper. Don't we have the lepers uh, quarantined? Nope, you got to be quarantined too. And we did that because we didn't know. But here's the thing, and this is where we're getting into the absurd. We now know. We do know. Uh, And if you watch the left, the left right now, their whole obsession is testing, testing, testing. You listen to them. They want to test every single person in the whole wide world. They want to test everybody in the United States. That is absurd. That is never going to happen. You have to go with samples, and sample, samples are indicative of the entire population, and let's take that information, and let's get this
7: economy going. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, I know we're hearing a lot about the testing crime, Oh, that, that, I, that's, I understand. That's, ta- that's the talking point right now. <laughs> but what if you test today and you don't have it? And then you go down to your local right. uh, big box uh, retailer and you're going to pick up something and you grab something that somebody else has been in there handling and uh, now you got it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. testing is just a snapshot. It's not going to hold solid the whole time. So.
5: Right. And it doesn't solve the problem. We, we know what no, the problem no. is. It's highly contagious. But here's the other it, thing. We also know it doesn't kill. It kills less than 1% of people that that that's what we know and you may get sick but but you you know to to keep the economy shut down is getting to the point of absurd it's absurd
7: and, and just like the ventilator uh problem to begin with uh we we turned our massive manufacturing ability on that problem and now we're going to be up to our armpits and ventilators i mean if you don't have two at your house Mm. By the time this is over, you know, you just missed out. You're going to see them at yard sales. Well, if you look
5: at our president, uh, and, I'm, and I'm glad we're doing it, we're now sending them to other countries because we, yeah, have, we yeah, have so we're, many. Of them.
7: We're going to be able to, to help the world out with that, and that's a good thing. Um, the uh, But it's, uh, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. It saying, it really but this is, is. good news. We, we we did need data, and now we have it. And uh, and it, it, I think we'll get the testing up, too. I think it's just sure. going to take a week to Fully get our manufacturing behind it, and we'll we'll
5: roll it out. So uh, we'll come back 15 minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick
0: and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
5: Twenty-one minutes past the hour the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thanks for being with us. Your phone calls will be coming in today at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Wonderful will of meat has hit reset, and now it's available to us again for another week. Dr. Odom out of UAB, uh, the uh, assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases, uh, we'll be coming, uh, uh, talking to us coming up next hour, and uh, we'll get an update on that. And, and that was one of the things that people were talking about, too, you know, all the different things that are going on. These these primary doctors and these emergency room doctors that are now coming out and talking about this, they're bringing up, which we knew would happen, and, and there's nothing we could do. A lot of this we're making up as we go, and the generations behind us know how to do pandemics better than we did, or... They'll do it exactly the way we did it. We'll see. But uh, they're saying we're, we're now going to face another problem, and that's the number of people every year, I think 650,000, who die of heart-related uh, problems, uh, your hypertension people, your diabetes people who you know stack up hundreds of thousands of deaths every year. They're saying they're not coming to the doctor now. Uh, they're afraid to come to the doctor. They're not getting their primary care. Uh, they're not they're 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 not being cared for the way they need to be, and now they're going to start dying unnecessarily if we don't get this resolved and give them some confidence to come back, which I think we can still do because just like uh, Speedy said in the break, and he's right. Now remember, the politics have have now they've always been there, but they're really kicking in now because everybody realizes that we're probably getting to the point that we're going to start. You know, phasing in the economy. I w- I will say this, and I watched closely last night because I know, and we talked to him last week. Mark Levin, uh, he had Laffer on last night. You know, the famous Laffer curve uh, with with Ronald. Doug, I, I Ronald. love,
7: I love. Is it Arnold? Is it? I, I, I can't, can't think what first his first name, name is, but yeah. he was uh, been around a long he, time. Yeah, he was Reagan's economic guy, and uh, you know a lot of people made fun of him, especially because his name was Laffer, Mm -hmm. and said he didn't know what he was talking about. But anybody who's ever uh, run a lawnmower and mixed gasoline for a lawnmower knows that Laffer is correct. Well, here's where Bubba and I love Laffer. He's a flat tax guy, Uh,
5: and he said it again last night. He said, you know, he didn't say it's never going to happen, but I was screaming that at the screen. He said if we would do a 12% uh, flat tax, and take out all deductions, take the politics and everything out of it completely. He said, yep. you, t- you talk about coffers would be full and the economy yep. would churn. And he said, but that's not going to happen because the politicians never want politics to be taken out of it because then that affects them and their ability to use it. But that's another
7: day. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I love that idea because mm-hmm. you would have everybody pay every legal entity paying the same amount yeah. and, 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 and thus, you get it all. There's nothing to argue about. Nobody can get out of it. Everybody's right. got to pay. Right, and then you you wouldn't have these stories like Amazon who's making more money than anybody in this country paying no tax. matter of fact, they were getting a refund because of the way they're doing it and mm-hmm. the uh the different economic things they're doing and and how they're managing their money, which is brilliant on their part, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem fair when they're putting all these businesses out of business, but yet they're not paying any tax at all
5: right you wouldn't you wouldn't have these even these people that that um, are extremely wealthy, they would not get away with not paying. Uh, everybody would pay. You get twelve percent of everything. And we're they
7: not we're not hating on them for being no. successful. We're just saying if it's we allowed, have to be fair. If it's we allowed, have to be fair in this. Yeah, because yeah. everybody loves the word fair. So let me use it in this this way. Let's all pay the same.
5: Nobody's evil who evil who takes legal deductions and they find legal ways to avoid taxes. If it's legal, then there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. Uh, now,
7: but, maybe it shouldn't be legal. That's that's yes, a different conversation. Correct. Yeah, different conversation. Right. <laughs> uh, but
5: but it, yeah, I agree with you. We're flat tax people, and I think flat tax <laughs> is by far the best plan. Uh, I
7: salute Mr. Laffer.
5: Laffer said he thinks 12%. He thinks 10's too low. He thinks 20's too high. He thinks 12's where we need to be. Well, so, you know,
7: I'm I've, I've, in my heart. I'm kind of favorable to ten. Because, I know because yeah. uh, you know if the Lord said yeah. He could carry on His mission with ten, surely Uncle Sam can. I won't sing the song. For but him.
5: let me say this loud and clear: as Sherry looked at me and said, "Last night we were watching it." Rick Burgess, who play, pays right now, about forty percent. I'll go to twelve. Yeah. I'll go to twelve and drop a hat. Mm-hmm.
7: I'll so, take twelve. <laughs> I'll take eighteen right now and not check up. Baby. Right. Huh? I'll go. I'll go to twelve tomorrow. That, that's the, the problem. Right. The headlines will be uh, across the country, mm-hmm. you know, rich people no longer paying taxes. That yeah. that'll be the whole the whole deal on that. And yeah. That's why they'll have a hard sell on
5: it. Of course, it. all those wealthy people that I work for will now not be so tight with their money and I'll probably end up doing better because they'll have more money to work, work with hiring people and doing all this as well.
7: You know that's yep. that's what I don't understand about some of these uh, governors who are are with such draconian you know which is one of the new, how about all the new words we've we got, got a to lot of learn words, yeah. at the first quarter mm-hmm. of this year it's been yep. good draconian yeah um it, it it almost appears they don't want anybody to go back to work but mm-hmm. um and and I want to I want to think uh, in my heart that they're trying to be safe okay but I know that's not always the case maybe at one time. But, but what I don't know how I don't know if they've talked to their treasury guy in their state because at some point they're not going to have any money, and uh, somebody had had asked or called or emailed last week wanting to know if the states were getting money, and that's why they were not um, as you know seemed to be as aggressive wanting to open back up, and I, I had replied to him and I said not to my knowledge not more than the normal FEMA type stuff that will reimburse them from some charges. But look there, the sales tax are going, are going to be down. Uh, property values are going to start going down and uh, they're going to, I mean, all their sources of revenue are going to dry up their, uh, their business taxes. they you know, they all have a, a whole different, you know, a whole line of them, whatever state it is, it varies state to state, but the federal, I, the federal government, as far as I know, are not giving them money now. They want money, okay? They they want money to to do that's this.
5: supposed to be in phase it's, four or phase whatever. But yeah, you're right, be phase four, it's and not, they're
7: debating that. And you know, the quote: the, "We uh, should it, we uh, should all
5: rise up against phase four. Uh, this uh, this is enough. We, we're we're done with these these government programs. We got to shut this down. There should be no more. I mean, we we we're, we need to rise up against getting to phase four because our country is just. I mean, we're just, we're print we're making money at paper. And now that was the disagreement I saw last night. Levin and Laffer got into a bit of a disagreement. Levin thinks inflation is coming and Laffer says he didn't think so. He said he even thinks that inflation may be a thing of the past because the way we do things now, but, but anyway, that's, that's not important.
7: Well, look, so you have two brilliant guys yep. there, two guys that we would agree with mm-hmm. almost a hundred percent in a lot of their economic theories. And they have a 180 degree different view of how this is going to happen. If, uh, you know, and, and, uh, I won't go into economics one hundred and one too much because it's kind of boring to everybody. But the theory, you know, Greg's already yawning about it. But mm-hmm. I mean, the the whole theory is that if you have a lot of money and a few products, it causes the prices to go up, and that would be the classic definition of inflation. Um, But I don't know. We'll see. We got Walter we'll Williams. There, there's definitely going to be a so lot of money out there. Yeah. To uh, well, Walter that, Williams going to be available.
5: Professor Walter Williams will be with us tomorrow, and I have no idea what he's going to talk about. But I can predict with very little apprehension that he will rip these government programs to shreds. Uh, and, and and he is going to. Yeah, probably so. He's going to probably absolutely. So.
7: That's a good starting point. He's
5: going to hate every bit of it because it's 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 short-term thinking and it's long-term disaster. Uh, but, you know, again, we're, we're in desperate, desperate situations. But I think to the point when you have someone from msnbc say on the air where everybody could hear it we had the story we just didn't talk about it last week well one thing is this is going to be bad for trump so that's one good thing once those kind of she called it a silver lining and all once those kind of phrases are uttered the politics of this have arrived and there are people who wanted to stay shut down for that reason bubba rick and bubba 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thanks for being with us today. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. We are thankful that they are with us. Uh, They do an incredible job uh, for your your home or your business or your your property, whatever the case may be. We use them. Man, we love them the best in the business. Put them to work for you by going to cookspest.com. They will uh, come out, give you an evaluation of your home or your business. Uh, and uh, let you know what they would do, what they think needs to be done. There's no obligation to use them. Can we save you some trouble? I'd go ahead and use them. Uh, we love them. Uh, Cooks Pest Control, cookspest.com, or com under the sponsors button. So Some other things that, that people were asking about, and we'll kind of run those down today. Um, we certainly know that uh, Last Dance, uh, the, the Chicago Bulls thing, which I, I, I watched that last night. It just happened because we, uh, we had a... Um, that virtual man church last night from from our uh, our church that was on our site and a lot of you watched it all over the country it was so interesting to watch those analytics come in uh, you know you you think about the technology you know the good and the bad so and of course this was something we do at our local church you know once a quarter as part of our men's ministry discipleship strategy but normally you know we'll have on the upper end like when we you know when you first started we were probably having anywhere from five to six hundred men be part of that it now you know levels out at about 280 something like that that come pretty normally and uh, you think about you know well we can't get together we can't see each other and certainly we all want that but last night we had over a thousand uh people watching a service so you think okay there's good and bad with this you know when you when you have uh, now now we had over a thousand men uh that were participating because they were they were just sitting in their home and, and watching it and uh jason cook out of memphis did a did a great job and of course michael adler and and uh, Riggs Taylor from our church did the music. It was great. And then uh, we kind of plugged them all into some virtual Bible study. So, you know, there's there's good and bad in all this. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was actually a, a pretty large number of men right. that, that watched the service much more than normally would, would see it. So, right. so you look at that. It was good. Glenn Beck over the weekend, Rick and Bubba University. Glenn Beck. Got some, uh, got some uh, feedback on that. I know a lot of them, I mean, you and I both were talking, and I, you saw me say, I'm not trying to speak for Bubba, but I bet you'll get a similar answer. You know, when when Glenn Beck dropped event two hundred one on us, I had never heard of it, and I didn't have any idea what he was talking about. So I couldn't really I couldn't really ask him any tough questions on event two hundred one because I didn't know what he was talking about.
7: Uh, yeah, I got a couple of email wanting us to uh, or w- wanted to know why we didn't take him to task on that, mm. and uh, and I I was like you, I said I heard the term, mm-hmm. somebody threw it out on the show last week, but I I had zero uh information on it so you know i wasn't wanting to debate glenn where i was wanting his opinion on a few things sure. he gave it yeah it was and, great uh, I, I thought it was a great podcast it, it was one of those uh you know th- when we do those usually on thursday uh, it's after the show and you know we've already been on four or five hours in some cases uh and it uh you know it, it can be you know that extra hour sometimes you're like wow I need a break here mentally i'm down a little bit but, but, uh, Glenn was one of those that you were just fired up. I mean, you hated to see end. we yeah, had so much fun. fun. So hopefully we can have him on again and, and talk about some other topics, but
5: yeah. And we um, cut up and we cut up a little bit too. We talked yeah, about the industry yeah, well, yeah. and then the Colonel Sanders talk at the end was fantastic. But so, and then we got into <laughs> what's going on. So I think if you haven't seen it or, or heard it, I think you'll love it. And we're going, we're going big time comedy this week. Uh, with John Morgan, everybody's favorite Cajun, oh, is going, we're going. Rick, can you imagine he, John Morgan and his family in quarantine?
7: <laughs> oh, Rick, I, I can I bet he has a whole quarantine bit. a yeah. uh, whole group of things he's going to talk about. John's always funny. We always enjoy him. He'll be another one that I will hate to see the uh, the time end on.
5: Yeah. So if you haven't seen that, uh, be sure and pick it up. It came out over over the weekend. Rick and Bubba University, the uh, original podcast every week, and it's it's wherever you get podcasts. So. Uh, we, we can, we have, we have things to unpack, but we were talking about the opening of the country in these States. You know, if you want to watch the politics of this, if if every state who's opening is demonized by the left, then, then we should be for it.
7: You know, always look who's for it and look, look, (laughs) look who's against it. But the point. Uh, who, the who, point. Who is open now, Rick? Did it? Was it Tennessee, South Carolina, Georgia that opened yeah. over the week? Yeah, and I think
5: Tennessee's about to open, but they were going to. I think. Yeah, I think they, okay.
7: it's Wednesday. I think restaurants are opening and everything. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Uh, and, but now the the left. And I'm showing 31 other states that are going to be opening next week, Monday week. Yeah, and then you have South Dakota that never closed. But but right. but but you, <laughs> but, you, but you go back to this. The left, it's like
5: you can't listen to propaganda because propaganda never gets into detail. You know, it's always just general statements. Uh, these states are walking through the phases that were suggested. And I'm going to yeah. tell you something. I like the word suggested over mandated. And that's one of the things that I was going to mention. First of all, the states are not just harum scarum saying everybody run out there and go. They're following through social distancing, they're putting requirements on restaurants and things like that. But I will tell you, and Glenn Beck touched on this in the Rick and Bubba University podcast. You know, Glenn was anti-Trump in the beginning. I had some concerns about Trump, and he said, "But Trump has has pro- has proven to Glenn Beck that he is was the best uh, choice for president, and may go down as one of the the best presidents that we've had." So Glenn said, "He he has uh, the things I said. I, I hope he would do. He's done." And he said, "The last concern I had, which once again he's uh, he's making me." Uh, you know, I'm very pleased. He said, "My one concern is that if you ever gave him an opportunity for tyrannical power, he would take it. You know, that he'd be the kind of person that would love to be king." And uh, he said, "But here he is, really." And and Levin talked about this again last night and did on our show too. He he's not even grabbing the power that he could probably justify in this emergency situation. He's being very very cautious to not turn into a tyrannical central government and and telling the states we're here for you, here's what we want to do, you guys need to make your best decisions. He's really trying to protect the constitution even more than maybe even I would have expected as well, you know, because uh you know he did he's not a politician and in his world out in the private sector, it's it's my way or no way. Uh and uh, by the way, if you didn't if you haven't heard it yet when uh when when Beck said he got to talk to Trump on the phone about how he went from one extreme to the other. Trump was thanking him for saying, hey, thank you for changing your mind once I actually became the president and the kind things you've said. And then Glenn said, well, now you did hear what I was saying about you during the election. He goes, oh, yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> but but anyway, um, but he said he, he talked about how with China that he was pulling a, a Tiffany's on China. And, of course, Trump would not answer whether he was really doing that or not. He just said, good for you for picking up on that. And uh, so he told us the story because I didn't know the story. Once he was telling it, it started kind of firing in the back of my mind that I thought I'd heard this about how Trump, you know, uh, got the building he wanted in a very prestigious part of New York when when they had put up uh, restrictions that you couldn't do skyscrapers and the brilliant move he pulled on the people of, uh, of Tiffany who actually owned it. And, uh, and I'll, you just go hear the podcast. We won't tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I, I think, uh, well, it's it, part of
7: the art of the deal, yeah. all of that stuff.
5: Right. So I, knowing that he's not a politician, which that's what we like about him. But in this situation, it could have been what we didn't like about him of him thinking, well, if I can take over, I'm going to take over, but he has it. And he, he, he keeps trying to stay, which we love inside the constitution and he's being kind of protective of, of the constitution. So I think one of the things you can take away with the good, the bad, the ugly about Trump is what we kind of hoped in the beginning is no matter the things you like or don't like about him. And we all can do that, which we can do about anybody. I would think, uh, there's things we like and don't like about everybody since everybody's flawed, but, uh, that he does love this country. Uh, and, uh, and he wants this country to be as, uh, to, to maximize it's, it's God given and constitutional given potential. So, so right now, so far, so good. So the states are getting to do what they want to do uh, to a degree, and they're rolling out in phases. They're not just flipping the switch on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of you out there with a childlike view of this, y'all do realize we can't stay like this, right? Y'all know that. <laughs> I mean, some of, you, some of you have got a real childlike view of all this. It's, it's not going to be okay. Uh, there, you know, some of you, I think, want to, us to get to a point which life has never given you that you are going to be able to walk out your door and you're going to live in a risk-free world. Uh can I tell you until the Lord comes back and we are we are in the millennial times with him as the perfect benevolent dictator again. Uh there is no risk-free world. Mm-mm. It does not exist. Uh and so we we have to get to that other patient now. We've spent time on human life and we've spent a lot of time on it. And we've come to and the, money. And money and we should But we've, you know, it is still interesting that Cuomo suddenly has become a big life person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, you know, because all he says is all that matters to him is whether you're going to die or not. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, yes. People are saying, you realize I'm I'm I'm, I'm losing my my business. Yeah, but that's not dead. Yeah, it can be. Uh, We're having more problems with people's mental states and domestic violence and and suicide. Yeah, well, suicide would be dead, he kind of caught himself. But anyway, um, suddenly Cuomo's become pro life yeah which, which is bizarre but but I, but i but I will say to this um we have done the data we've done the research highly contagious small death rate that's the exact same answer that keeps coming back all over the world and all of this country high, high, high cases low deaths yeah. is it contagious yes is it deadly apparently not any more deadly than the the ones we always have Are we
3: supposed to be drinking Lysol or not? Yeah, really. There was that, too. And to
2: clarify on Tennessee, more information on them, today restaurants can open in the 89 non-metropolitan counties. Wednesday, it's the same for retail stores. All are supposed to operate at only 50% capacity. So that's the Tennessee. Yeah, uh, so okay. I think
7: the the one was Georgia because they kind of went at it kind of bizarre. Yeah, uh, that Trump had said, "Look, we're going to let them do it, but I don't agree with the way they're doing right. it." Yeah. But, and we'll see how it all plays out.
5: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we we'll, we'll what you know we'll wait on now on the economy, the data. We keep hearing. I love when they say follow the science, and then you follow it. Then they say don't follow the science. <laughs> we got to decide which
7: one it is. Okay, follow the science until it doesn't meet my political agenda. Rick then follow and the Bubba, fear. Rick and
0: Bubba.
5: It is nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll talk to uh, Dr. Odom coming up at the top of the hour from UAB and get you get you a, a COVID-19 medical update uh, coming up. Um, i I a lot of people are emailing about this today, and Speedy did pull it as one of the stories that uh, apparently there's been an arrest made, a drive-by shooting uh, at Duck Dynasty's uh, Willie Robertson's estate. Did somebody fired fired on the estate.
7: Yeah, Friday afternoon they had a drive by uh, shooting and according to the sheriff's office there they have arrested a man his name is Daniel King Jr. 38 with one count of aggravated assault by drive by shooting and one count of criminal neglect of family and booked uh, into the local jail there bond set at $150,000. I don't think we know uh the, the motivation or why he did it. Uh, Willie was not there at the time, but I think some of his other family members were there. Uh, their houses are quite a bit off the main road and it's gated as you would expect, but some of the bullets did hit the house. Yeah. He's saying
5: that, that uh, um, one of the shots went through the bedroom window of the home where his son, John Luke Robertson lives with his wife, Mary Kate, and their infant child. Good night. But nobody in the families you said, Bubba, was injured. They they said they think it was something somewhere around eight to ten shots. And Willie Robertson says apparently it looks like they just sprayed the property, firing on it. Um, and um, and so they, as you said, there's no motive yet. Uh, but those are the details that some some person with some axe to grind with Robertson's uh, sprayed uh, Willie Robertson's property with uh, with gunfire and one did go through the,
7: the window of where his son and his wife and, the, and their new child live. A so, uh, uh, scary moment there. We don't know the motivation on this?
5: Not, not here as I see uh, yet. They, they said they have, um, um, they, they have arrested and charged Daniel King, Jr., who's 38, with one count of aggravated assault uh, by a drive-by shooting and one count of criminal neglect of family. Yeah, that's what I, I – just yeah. read that a second yeah, ago. And, and the, and we don't know any motivation, uh, though, uh, right? No, that's all we have is just him. And like you said, the bond and all that you were talking about. So
7: so anyway, um, I, I, there's no motive in there. You know, I don't know that that's one family I'd want to open fire on.
5: No, that's – you know, you, he's, he's fortunate that, that that family didn't fire back. I mean, yeah. they, that yeah, – that, yeah, I you think he's
7: real fortunate. Yeah, and, and how
5: about this? He's not out of the woods yet because now mm-hmm. now they all know about it. And they, yeah. <laughs> and they know who <laughs> you are. So you know, down there in Monroe in that area, it, it may be a, there still may be a little bit of a, a you fired on our family.
7: And, yeah, I don't think right. I won't
5: feel after me. you know. no, no. How about this? Let's just put that under the category. of I don't think that's what you want. Uh, no. I, I don't. I don't think you won't feel after. Me. So, uh, so we have that, and then the 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 last dance we'll talk about even more. And Helmsy, thank you for the heads up on that. I didn't know uh, because the version that ESPN is running, you know, some of the language just gets. Uh, Gets a little foul, and um, and especially you know when you get to the part where they add, add Dennis Rodman and all that to the team, and some of the comments. And I didn't know ESPN two uh, has a TV fourteen version. So if you watch it on ESPN two, some of the more foul parts of it are not in it. I didn't know that. So that's a that that's an yeah, important. Yeah, Ham's. Answer. What
7: was the rundown? Is that ESPN
5: two has the PG version? Yeah, he said it's TV fourteen on ESPN two, uh, and then it's not on ESPN the main channel. I did yeah,
7: because I, we were trying to watch it last night and my, you know, it kept locking up, wanting you to, un you know, yep. for the rating. And I thought, well, why in the world? I don't remember it happening that way the week before. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a little, a little more language this week. Well, here's the thing that's so
5: odd. You don't think about it because you know, um, I'll just speak for my wife. My wife likes storylines and likes sports. If there's, if you can give her some kind of really a movie, uh, if this if this game she's about to watch can be made into a movie, or there's there's players in here that you know are trying to win one for their mama, or you know this uh, one of them's fought through some disease, <laughs> yeah. and now now this is the first time on the field, or there's a coach that just had a heart attack and barely got to the game after they did open heart surgery. You know she lives for that kind of stuff. She would have she would have loved if she'd have known. Um, uh, you know the I'm drawing a blank, and uh, God love her, the uh, the great coach for the women's team at Tennessee. Pat, yeah. Pat summit, mm-hmm. you know, if Summitt. she could have seen the a movie about Pat summit, give Pat summit giving birth and then coaching a game and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. But anyway, uh, so the timeline thing they're doing on last dance works. If you're a sports fan and you're familiar with what's going on, I found out pretty quick last night that I finally get my wife to understand why this series is on, that the bulls have won these championships. This is the final time the team is going to get together They've even told them they're not going to have their coach anymore. Jordan, which, is, yeah,
7: which is nuts to yeah, me. Yeah. J-
5: Jordan, is. It, they'll keep him, but they're going to get rid of everybody else. And they're all trying to say, can we please try to be the greatest team of all time and win one more? And just when you get everybody on the same page, they'll go back in time, and it's like yeah. they're playing for their first championship. And Sherry's like, well, wait a minute, and I'm like, honey, this—I don't even know what to say. Just well,
7: it, it got a little artsy-fartsy <laughs> yeah. in that, and it was a little hard to follow. I'll be honest with you, and I think it was worse this week than the first two. No, you're right.
5: I thought they did the timelines pretty good the first two episodes. This time, you're just sitting there, and you go from we've won five and we're going for six to we haven't won any, and 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 we're playing. This is the one that when I knew I was in trouble, I finally about, get. Why don't yeah, go ahead. I finally get her settled on Dennis Rodman. Has come to the Bulls toward the end of Jordan's reign. Okay, I finally get her sold on that. Well, doggone it! If they don't go back and talk about the Bulls and their nemesis, the Pistons. In which who who's on that Pistons team? Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Sherry yeah. goes. Well, they've already traded him. And I said, no, 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 honey, no. That he's he's actually on this team before he gets to the Bulls. What? Well, now he's he's already on a different team. Mm -hmm. Now, he was on this team before he came to the Bulls. (laughs) And then I realized, just, honey, just just watch it. I mean, it's,
7: you know, (laughs) she looked at me, because
5: think about what all I've been telling her in her defense. So she goes, well, look, they've already traded him.
7: (laughs) He's on well, another why team. do they have to be so artsy-fartsy? Why can't they just start at the beginning and go through it? I, I prefer that as opposed to all this flashback, jump yeah, forward, yeah. good night. Yeah, I would be okay if they S- said here's... Especially that time of night when
5: I'm half sleepy. Right, because yeah. you could include that in the latter episodes. I would be okay with them just saying, we're doing a 10 episode. You could do 20 if you wanted to. Just give me Michael Jordan's story. Let's start, yeah. and then we'll work our way toward the end. We'll talk about the 97-98 season. That can be the end of it. <laughs> okay, but this this being in the 98 seven, ninety-eight, 98 then jumping back to the 90-91, and then ju- it, it, it's really – it gets tough to follow. Yeah, it's like man. watching This Is Us, by the way. Yeah, Yo, you're right, Greg. It is. Oh, yes. well, that's yeah. That's one
7: reason I don't watch it. Yeah.
5: yeah, a lot of time travel on that, The team. So,
7: yeah, it's a <laughs> – You really got to pay attention. Have you now.
5: ever just given up, though, and go, let's just watch this? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who cares about time, baby? Let's just. There's Michael Jordan doing this. There's Michael Jordan doing oh, that, that. Highlight. Yeah. yeah, there he is. Well, they've already traded him. What, baby? No, that's. Uh, yeah, that's. Is that the guy that wears number ninety-one? Yeah, but he's he's on a different team now. Well, look right there. it Looks like he stopped doing silly stuff with his hair and all that. No, baby, that, this is before he does all that. Is he a drag queen? Was he trying to be a basketball drag queen, Rick?
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.